This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is December 17th, 2018. And as usual for this Falcon season, we're doing rapid reaction, win, lose, or draw. And we're rounding, we're rounding out the year. And I got Calhoun with me, both NFL and regular year. I got Calhoun with me. What's up, homie? Hey, man. What's going on with you, my boy? Chilling. So... I really don't have that much to say about this game. I wanted to... We've been talking about moving forward who needs to go, who needs to stay. And I want to do something different because we've been talking for weeks about how Dan Quinn need to go, who need to stay, who has a place on this team. I want you. I want to f- move forward to what do the Falcons need, not necessarily a person, but like position, coaching, whatever. What do they need to take that next step? Because – go ahead. No, because what now? No, nah, because I was reading the article and I shared it with a group on Digital Darren Podcast Tits. And they basically were saying like, to win the Super Bowl, you either need a Hall of Fame quarterback or a quarterback on his rookie deal. There are no in betweens in that regard. So, want to know your thoughts on that? And you know, if you if you can't do that with as the Falcons, if you can't do that, how can you build a winning team? So they already built the winning team, uh, barring injury. The article makes a lot of sense because that's how you can just look at Seattle Seahawks and see that. Right, so with Seattle Seahawks, they uh, they was able to do all that because they had Russell Wilson on his rookie deal. Once you sign for that hundred million dollars, go back to our podcast. Once you sign for that hundred million dollars, it's over with. You tank your team, which is why I told you when you asked if Matt Ryan had the worst contract. No, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' contract is is only followed by Kirk Cousins. It's not because of talent, but it's because of the money. <laughs> It's too much money. Aaron Rodgers won't be able to get nothing up there. He's on for too much. So as far as the Falcon, what they need is simple. Offensive line and two coordinators. That's what they need. So do you think when it was like uh, Dan Quinn or maybe that they may be uh, considering uh, replacing the, the offense coordinator and defense coordinator. And they better replace somebody. Well, let me ask you this, because, like, you can't you can't replace both coordinators again and expect to win the Super Bowl. Like, that's very hard to do. So, like, how, if you could piecemeal it, how would you piecemeal it? Who would go first between Sarkeesian and Marquez Manuel if you only could pick one? Sarkeesian. Is that bad to you? Yeah, is that I mean, the defense is horrible, and the defense had it's continuously at the bottom of the pack. That's what Dan Quinn's supposed to specialize in. Matter of fact, he acts as if he specializes in it. He just doesn't run it. So I don't know how good of a defensive coordinator he really is and how much was Pete Carroll because he run that same whack-ass cover three shit. That's what he's running. Uh, and he doesn't make adjustments. His coaching is so bad, he has to have good coordinators. 
But right now, you have to bank on the offense, right? You mentioned it. More than, I would say about 70 to 80% of the, of the money of the cap is on the offensive side of the ball. So that's the side that you have to make sure is A1. And right now, the Falcons are A1. You feel they got A1 talent, but they aren't producing at the A1 level, right? No, not at all. And in part, some of that is injury. I don't, even with the injuries, the coaching is terrible. So, and the Sarkeesian is horrible. Yeah. I, let's go, let's forward this. Let's let's get your thoughts of the game out of the way, because then we can go back to this time. I'm sorry. What were your thoughts on the game? Who cares a fuck? Uh, and they ruin getting getting a better <laughs> position for the pick. And if nothing else, you get a high draft pick so you can, you know, trade it for more picks because you need to build certain parts of your team. You don't need the top five picks, but you might need to trade your pick to get two top 15 picks. So I, that, that would have been a thing because you need linemen bad. I think it's a... Hard undersell to beat to let Arizona beat you. They suck so bad. Josh Rosen sucks so bad. Like he's it's monumental how bad he is. I don't know if you can let a team like Arizona beat you. Like if you're trying to give the Matt Ryan trying to give Arizona the game, they still can't beat him. I'm not saying he tried to in that game. I'm saying hypothetically, if he was trying to give them that game, I don't know if they could beat the Falcons. Like, they're that bad. So, I think that this is a game the Falcons just were going to win anyway. So. Which brings me to the thoughts of the game and also talent. That really was a game I didn't even really care to even keep watching. Um, that game was pathetic. <clears throat> it really was. Right? You can see it in the stands. I don't even think it was many fans down there. Arizona's a horrible team. It's just trash. You said it. Sunday when we were talking, you was like, you can't remember Ricky being this bad at Josh. Josh Rosen is horrible. I don't even know the word for it. I honestly don't know the word for him. He's horrid, horrible, I'm terrible, and any other adjective you can think of. But I mean, he he don't got it. Maybe he'll grow into it, but right now he don't got it. So. To think that he was a top 10 pick in the draft is laughable. Well, I mean, if you look at all these top quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield having a good year. Take Part of that is they got rid of Hugh Jackson. But we'll say right now Baker Mayfield looks like the real deal. Sam Darnold looks like a bust. Josh Allen looks like a poor man's Lamar Jackson. We just talked about Rosen. And then you fall all the way down to Lamar Jackson. Like I, I, I was I've been reading a lot of stuff about quarterbacks and stuff like this, and the racist the racist way that they view quarterbacks, white versus black, through, via the media is astounding to me. They call Josh, they call Lamar Jackson a gimmick, but they don't say anything about Josh Allen. And Josh Allen does the same thing, just run around and try to make stuff happen with his legs. But nobody called him out on that bullshit. Meanwhile, everybody's looking at Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's another podcast we're going to have to get into. You were saying we're going to get into that podcast, the white quarterback. We're going to rehash that. And it's true because that kid, he really is a poor man's uh, Lamar Jackson. On the flip side about Lamar Jackson, man, 
Lamar Jackson has a long way to go as far as mechanics are throwing because he can't throw a lick. But neither can Josh Allen. That's what I'm saying. You basically getting the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how different quarterbacks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just amazing how Like, he's historically bad. Yeah, he's historically bad. I don't know. I haven't seen no one's even saying about it. When they, when the game started, they put up the stats. The kid's like ten for ten touchdown, twelve interception. He had like a thousand and some changing yards. And he, this is his eleventh game starting. Like he been starting, he been playing all year. They say he averaged like a hundred and twenty yards passing a game. Yeah, in this NFL, he sucks. He's he's unbelievably bad. But like, he's so bad they'll probably draft another quarterback next year, but <laughs> All right, so let's go on and move forward. Um let's get back to what we talking about. So I just wanted to at least come in on the game and say we talked about the game. But you were saying you get rid of Sarkeesian, right? Yeah, Sarkeesian go first. What would you replace him with? I don't know. Oh, I, not who? What? What type of coordinator would you like to see the Falcons get? I like to see them get the the kind of when you say what? What do you mean? Like, like traditional? Yeah. Do you want to see tradition? Do you want to see young? Young high gun. Yeah. Do you want to see young high gun? Do you want to see traditional? If Dirk Cutter get fired, would you like to see him try to bring Cutter back? Like, what do you see? I like to see him bring back somebody he's already he's already uh, played with. So like a dirt cut, a player down like dirt cut a Mark Malarkey or even a well I would say Ty Haley but Ty Haley seemed to come with a whole bunch of bullshit. So not him but yeah you know, like one of those he need if you're gonna start this because we don't have the time uh, as you mentioned to to waste two years with a new coordinator so might as well bring one back. All right. And offensive line. You think? What about Jake Matthews? Let's talk about that because you said offensive line was a problem too. You know, is, does Jake Matthews have a place on this team? Nobody will. He's too invested, and as usual, times Demetrius have, have overpaid. Well, can you just move him to right tackle? Like, is he, do you think he'd be a suitable right tackle? You might get him at right tackle. He's probably a good guard. Okay, he's not good, but he's as bad as he is. He's our second best line. Alex Mathis, so is he still like, around? Alex Mathis is a pro ball. Alex Mathis, Alex Mack is going nowhere. So the line, the line, even when it's healthy, is not good. It's not a good line. So Schwester sucks. Um, I always mess up his name. Schweitzer, and then the other one behind him is Schneider or whatever he is. Cause they sat, they sat him down for the other motherfucker with the funny name. He was just as bad. When did they bring Ben Garland in? When Levine Tololo, I mean, uh, Levine, Levine and the other guard went out. He's so. And being guarded. So he shouldn't even be on it. Like, it's the talent. They, for everything everybody talk about how much talent they do have and all that stuff, they do not build offensive line. Thomas Dimitro has not drafted good, period, at offensive line. Just period. He hasn't. I mean, they have. Jake Matthews, I think a lot of his where he went was based on his name, right? 
So you just assume his dad good, his uncle was good, his cousin's good, he's going to be good. And he's the weakest link out of all of them. He's better than the rest of them, so that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm saying he's the weakest link out of his family. Oh, out of his family, he trade. He ain't nothing like Bruce Matthews now. Yeah, so I was saying that. I think that that was the only time we spent the first round on a lineman, and that's the problem. That's why the Calvin Ridley, you know, if you're going to go down this path, you know, you got to go down this path. And, like, you can't just keep getting rims, a nice CD player, a great spoiler, and great pipes. Well, you ain't touched the engine. Right. And that's what the Falcons are doing. They haven't. They've built up everything around Matt Ryan except for the most important thing. It's only two, it's only two things you need consistently every play. That's a quarterback and blockers. Everything right. else is, you know what I'm saying? Everything else can either take it or leave it. So, like, if you're not touching the line, then what are you doing building up everything else? Right. So. Yeah, and- that's just so short. It's stupid. But that's what they do. Yeah. So, first things first, if they're not going into this draft thinking about linemen, offensive linemen, then, man, it, 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 next year will be a wash as well. Nothing can get done. You can't run the ball or pass the ball if you don't have a line. Yeah. But they have to get the coordinators in the line. So, like, let's say, do you think they replace both coordinators? I guess that's a question. Because we, I don't think you can replace both coordinators and have Super Bowl aspirations. I think that's too much change in one year. So, do you think they can do that? Yeah. No problem. No, 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 no. It's going to be problems. And it's going to be end of the year getting it together type deal. Like, if you're making the playoff run, by then you should be clicking. But you're going to have to have the right coordinator who doesn't deviate too far from what you do. So think about it like this. Dirt, Matt Ryan didn't take too far of a dip when you go from Mike Malarkey to Dirt Cutter, right? Pretty much the same. Steve's are cute, but they take a big dip after Dirt Cutter because – Kyle Shanahan don't run shit with Dirk Cutter run. It's a totally different offense. So you take a huge dip. So that's why they went and got Sarkeesian because they're trying to make him run. Uh, what you you know Shanahan offense? <clears throat> Problem is he doesn't run any goddamn offense. <laughs> and he wasn't paying for the job. So giving him Kyle Shanahan playbook to run was a huge mistake, <laughs> and it was stupid on the part of Dan Quinn. So now what you need to do is get somebody who runs the offense that Matt Ryan is used to. Not somebody who can come in with trick and give me plays or something crazy. He got to run a basic offense like Matt Ryan is used to running. Otherwise, yeah, it's going to be a learning curve. That's the learning curve you're speaking of. As far as defense goes, I don't think the defense is going to be – defense isn't hard to do unless it's going to be some kind of complex, intricate defense. And, they, you know, they run a 4-3 and they turn them into a 3-4 you know, then you're going to have a whole bunch of, and a lot of movement and complex shit. Then you have a lot of bullshit, but you just need a, a basic, if you get a simplistic defense that just buckle down and work, I think the defense would be fine. Yeah, I can see that. The defense can run in, you can't run in the lead, period, and you damn sure can't run it now with this kind of, with this kind of, uh, with the kind of rules that's in. Because once the ball is in the air, you're, you're at the mercy of referees. 
So you're going to have to have an offense that can get to, a defense that can get to the quarterback, i.e. a blitz-heavy offense type deal. I mean defense. Or some defense that can create pressure and, you know, change their coverage. But you can't do this whole zone bullshit they doing. Would you like to see them invest in the defensive lineman in the second round? Or just purely offensive line? It is just offensive line. Is that a big picture view or a small picture view? Both. Okay. They can't do it. You said the best. You. It doesn't matter what you have. I don't give a damn. You got 22s. You got offset rims. 22s and folds. You got the best speakers on the market. The most expensive radio. The clearest of paint. And your engine knocking. <laughs> You yeah. can't do nothing without the, without the whole line. can't do nothing. You can't even switch up the pace to change it up. You can't do a thing. So let's say the Falcon. Go ahead. The game, Thanksgiving, Matt Ryan led them in rushing. You know how pathetic you, you know how pathetic you have to be not just game plan, but line play for your quarterback like Matt Ryan to lead you in rushing for a game? And he led with like under... 40 restaurants. I think I don't even think about it. Yeah, like 26 that game. 26, yeah. So let me ask you this. If the Falcons get a top, inside the top 10 draft pick, would you be okay with them trading it, trying to get two first rounders or a first or two high second rounders? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you need to, at this point, you need to be, you need to try to trade for more, for more picks. Because you said the best. We only have $100 million Quarterback, we got a what an eighty million dollar wide receiver. We have a, believe it or not, we have a sixty or seventy million dollar bullshit running back. And we Ooh, Devontae have, Freeman. Yeah, I thought they didn't pay him. No, they did pay him. They paid him this year. Oh, so they still Coleman who coming up to get paid. Right. That's why I said they need either trade Freeman or Coleman by the trade deadline. I don't know if Freeman has any trade value though. Listen, if you trade him for a six round, seven round pick, it don't matter. You gotta trade them. You can't have money, team. So, and then you got True Front that's that signed for eighty. You're gonna have to get in the draft. You can't sign no. You can't sign a quality lineman in free agency. So you gotta get in the draft. And you need to fill two spots at least. You need two starters out the draft on the line this year. Can you afford to have two starters on the draft? What you mean? Cause that's a that's a reworking of your line. Can you afford that? So let's say you keep Alex Matthew, Alex Matt, Jake Matthews, and you get you two starters. Is that too much sure. change in one year? Nah, you can do that with no problem. And everything we're talking about here, just to be clear, is for a Super Bowl of bus, right? Well, I mean, at this point, that's all. That's all it is. I think the Falcons, and and being honest, I think they only have a two year window left. I, I think that's it. If that, I think they I, don't, I don't think they time. I don't think they had a window for this. They don't have five years. So I think this is where we disagree. I think they window is past, but to each his own. It may be. I mean, Phil Rivers again. I use Phil Rivers a lot, and you don't want to end up with Phil Rivers. But Phil Rivers may be proving me wrong, even though I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But he could be proving me wrong. So it may, it may. But as long as I know one thing, they can't go back like they are now. Period. 
They can't come in the next year the way they are now. Can't do it. If they do, what would you say? I mean, they're not they're not in the business of winning. Would you still give up on them if New Orleans would come in here and win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, they're not again. They're not in the business of winning. It's no sense in. It's no sense in trying to make something work with somebody who don't want to make it work. <laughs> What's that make? That's a good way of looking at it. All right, do you have any more thoughts on the family? No, you want to do grades, or does it even matter? I mean, it doesn't matter, but let's be consistent. We got, what, two more left? Let me ask you this. Take a step away from the Falcons real quick. Talk about the division as a whole. Where do you see the division going next year? Like, Obviously, the Drew Brees-Champagne combo comes back unless Drew Brees retires. It's Cam and Ron Rivera there. And who and who is Tampa Bay? I tell somebody, man, Ron Rivera was on the house. Ron Rivera is just as bad as a coach as Dan Quinn. Ron Rivera's a shit coach. Even when they went to the Super Bowl, remember, they were about to fire him that year. They were ended up to fire him for like, like two years. So, and then they, they just have a whole... They have a real knack of just getting Cam knew nothing and just want him to work with that. That is interesting how they basically it's like they they do the complete opposite of the Falcons. They invest in everything but weapons for the quarterback. Yeah. It's and then you see right now how that looks, right? Yeah. They went and got McCaffrey and he's the focal point of the offense. And you can just see how if you get Cam Newton something, he can make something happen. <coughs> yeah, but Christian McCaffrey don't move the needle that much, though. He moves like a, he's he's way better than I thought he would be. He moved a lot, actually. You think so? I don't think so, too. He does everything. He, yeah, but he, it, they don't get big chunks of yards. Like, it's a labor for them to score. Like, I'm sure if you look at their points per game, it's probably the same as with him as it was before him. So again, that goes back to coaching. His coaching has no, there's no, he has no no weapons and there's no imagine, no imagination when it comes to their play. But McCaffrey's gonna lead them in rushing and in, and probably in passing. Yeah, but that's a in problem rushing. though. Yeah, that's a problem. That go to show there's no outside weapons and with Greg Olson out and getting old, like they need it. The first round pick, they got they got a wide receiver. They need to get another wide receiver. They need to get a tight end. That's what they have to get. That's what the Panthers need. As far as the Buccaneers go, Buccaneers are real trouble. They need to, Buccaneers might need to get rid of their whole. They need to do the same thing we need to do. They need to get rid of coaches. They need to get rid of uh, front office. And they need changes on their field. But that's why I was saying, if Dirk Cutter gets fired this year, would you bring him back to the Falcons? That's why I asked that question because he has to go at some point, right? Look, Huh? I'll bring him back to the fact I might even bring Mike Smith back. What would you bring Mike Smith back at? Defensive court. Well, his defense looked like shit. Okay. I don't know if that's because of him or because of on what they got on the field. Could be because of what they got on the field, honestly. Tom Bay is just a bad. T- so, like when you talk, when I talk about the Falcon, the Falcon got this, got the they got the goods on the team, but they coaching is so bad. Tom Bay is the. It's the opposite. Dirk Cutter ain't no head coach, but what they got on the field is no good. 
And they got to make a real decision on what they're going to do with Jeremy Winston, which goes back to my point about people bitching about Matt Ryan. Like I had told Pi, Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer when all everything is said and done. I don't know about Everybody's Hall of Fame. Fame. Hall of very good. Maybe not Hall of Fame. So you got to look at his numbers. Matt Ryan probably, if he's not going to break the passing record, <laughs> when he get through, he's going to be right up there with it. He's an MVP. He's been an All-Pro and multiple Pro Bowls. And he's been to the Super Bowl. His record, his numbers will be better than Dan Marino. Yeah, but this is a different generation, too. So, minus the passing yards, him and Cam Newell had the same resume. No, the, di- well, no, the difference is you, that's going to be the big thing. Completion rate passing yard when the quarterback is going to be what it is. I don't see how what you can look at passing yards when people throw the ball more now. Again, I'm, I'm, that's what it's going to be. That's what you gauge your quarterback on, dude. Hmm. Everybody's not going to have a ring. You're going to have to go by the accolades. So, we go back to my point. We talk about all these quarterbacks. There's only a handful of good quarterbacks here. Well, I mean, it, it go back to so it go back to the article I was saying. You got to have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Matt Ryan is a step below Hall of Fame, whatever that is. He's going Hall of Fame, though. He, but he's not that type of Hall of Fame. Like he's a he's not in that top level class. If you vote Hall of Fame, he won't get unanimously in. No, he may not, but he got the he got the numbers. Yeah, but like so Breeze unanimous, Brady, Manning, Rogers, his contemporaries are gonna be the people we're comparing him to are gonna be unanimous. Matt Ryan's gonna be uh, so maybe. I'm talking about like Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's gonna have the numbers, but Matthew Stafford's gonna have the accolades. Yeah, now, but we're gonna have numbers and accolades. But Cam, Cam is gonna have everything but numbers. Well, that's good. You gotta have you gotta have the numbers and the accolade if you don't have a ring. So Philip Rivers. If you don't get a ring, no, he's not gonna have the accolades. He's gonna have big numbers, but he's not gonna have accolades. And that's what I'm saying. That's what Matt Ryan. Phil Rivers, when we're looking at it, can be the Hall of Famer, but Matt Ryan is a step above him. So Flacco. Flacco. Flacco is going to be it's going to be an interesting case. He's never he don't have the accolades, but he got the, he got the ring. But I don't think he's going to get the the respect that he's. I mean, he's especially. <laughs> yeah, Joe Flacco deserve more respect. I'm all for playing Lamar Jackson, but Joe Flacco does deserve more respect than he's getting right now. Actually, man, he's been Joe Flacco for a while, though. Yeah, but he carried them to that. It wasn't like he just rolled them. T- it wasn't like he did the payman with them for that Super Bowl. He carried them to that Super Bowl. So that was a highlight of his career. But So what you do one time don't define who you are. I think, who he is is not that. Yeah, but I think Ring... We talk about it all the time. A ring forgives a lot of sins. He's always been an above-average quarterback, and that just put him in the hole. Because remember, before that, it was Flacco or Matt Ryan, Flacco or Matt Ryan. And it's interesting, the one who got the Super Bowl might have to find a new job. The one who don't have a Super Bowl, his job is unquestioned. No doubt. But the one who don't, he plays like it, though. Like, Joe Flacco's player went down considerably. Not disagree. I'm just saying at a high level. What was it? Four years ago, he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's going to be looking for a job. Meanwhile, nobody's questioning Matt Ryan. Not saying they should. I'm just saying they don't. Nah, I can understand. Interesting. But let's go and do grades and get out of here. 
That's it. I think that's what we should start doing. So for next week, we'll do like a snippet of the Falcons and then do more around the league. Because the league is actually is a podcast and the stuff of how this league is checking out. I mean, yeah, yeah we just committed to doing this for the Falcons. So next week, we'll do what you said. But I did want to try to keep this going. But to your point, the Falcons, ever since they lost to Dallas, they, are, they aren't interesting. But the league is more interesting. So we do need to give the league a little more attention. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of headlines with the league. One more thing about how Eric Reed is being treated. I know motherfuckers may not want to even talk about that, but if you if you don't recognize this by now, like you can't be no one could be this blind to see what's going on. Like, this is the seventh random drug test that he's had in the last ten ten games. This is this is bull this is malarkey at its best. So, I mean, we, you if you want to stay on the lead for a minute, we got like five, ten minutes to kill before we go to the next part. You want to talk about it, we can. Or do you want to wrap up the Falcons and talk about the lead later? What you want to do? Uh, let's do quick on the grade on the Falcons and do five minutes on lead. Let's do this like in a minute. All right, offense. Offense gets a, offense gets a B plus A. I give them a B minus. They start off slow. Like, they didn't come out firing on all cylinders. So, I give them a B minus. Right, and the team was so bad, that's why I'm not going to give them no real major head. Yeah. Defense. Same. I mean, even though they had an interception for a touchdown, they locked them down. Had the, they scored the most in fantasy points this week. That being said, it doesn't really fucking matter. The team was trash. <laughs> Special team. Who cares? Right. Coaching. Coaching get us a coaching gets a C. Like you said, they started off slow. They should have just kept the foot. They could have dominated <coughs> more so. So give them a C still. Player of the what week. Give I give coaching a C too. I thought it was average. Player of the yeah. week. I gotta get Tevin Coleman on offense. Hundred forty some yards, touchdown. You haven't even seen nothing like that all year. Yeah. I'll give it to Tim Coleman. Edo Smith went on, they went, they focused on one back. And that's why I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a demote coaching a little more. I hate, no telling if Coleman could have been doing that all year. But because they so big on just doing what the lead does and making sure you have a two-back a two back system, well, all you really could do is just have a, a feature back and just run the shit out of him. He catches and he can run. Just run it through him. So now that Edo Smith is on... Uh, IR. Now you're gonna see what Coleman is, and he might, and he's a dog for real. But you know, I've always told y'all I thought Coleman was better than Freeman. I think Coleman just needed a real chance. So like, it's not to be like I told you. So it's just I feel like Coleman is a legitimate running back who needs a chance. Now is he one of the ones who he may go 15 carries for 17 yards a couple of games? Of course, but when he hit, he hit, and that's why I think that he had that Devontae Freeman don't have. Nah, but again, that's another discussion because Devontae is a way better running back than him as far as vision, cutting all that stuff. Coleman's getting better, and you can see it. But Devontae is so far ahead of where he is. But I think a lot of that is natural ability, agreed. But I think reps. Like, Tim Coleman is better because he's getting reps now. I think he's a street running back. Like, you got to keep giving it to him until he gets it. And then once he gets it, he got it. He's a poor man's Alvin Kamara, but the problem is he don't have – he ain't good enough. He he ain't the Kroger brand. He a great value brand of Kamara. <laughs> so that's the difference. Yeah. Defense. I gotta give it to the guy who shouldn't be playing at all. 
And that's Dion Jones. He shouldn't be playing. You can see he's not all there yet. It's just it's crazy to me. The coaching is really putting him out there in a loser fucking effort. There's nothing to gain, but it's everything to lose. <laughs> Agreed. I agree with all that. So let's go on. To, um, I'm sure you're not worried about the Falcons this year. Nobody cares. Yeah. All right. So, so well, a couple of things. Let's gloss over it. One, your thoughts on the Air Reed situation? Well, I mean, we're going to talk about NFL more so now. Um, and when I say your thoughts on the Air Reed situation? I mean, you brought this up. I, I, the question will be where's the players' association in this? That would be like my initial question. Like, where's the players' association? That'll be my first question. Secondly, and probably more, probably more long term is like, if you are watching this and you do care about this, would you continue to watch the NFL? Right. Because they're showing you, aren't they? Oh, this is going to be so ridiculous, and it's an embarrassment, and it's so disgusting. <laughs> And the fact that no one's really even covering it, and everyone's glossing over it, I mean, the ESPN, your ABC Sports, your local news channel, your NFL network, like, this should be something that everyone is just banging in. And they're helping Kaepernick with his collusion case, no doubt. I mean, this, is, this the list is, like, they're, Kaepernick probably will get $200 million off of this case. And, like, it's just interesting because, you know, I'm not the biggest Kaepernick on the field guy. Like, I thought he was average at, above average at times, but average most of the time. This this is solved if a team just brought him in and worked him out. But they keep proving his case. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you sit, when Blake Border so bad, he get benched for Cody <laughs> But that's the point I was getting to. Like, if you look at the quarterbacks people are trotting out and – the stuff they're doing to Air Reed, this he's gonna win this case for like two hundred million, which it would say everybody time money and headache if they somebody just gave him a shot, not even sign him, just brought him in and worked him out and said, oh, he just uh, he wasn't good enough to us. It's just interesting. Like they were so busy being paid and having a dick measuring contest, they they missed the whole point. I go back to Washington. Washington this year started out Alex Smith, which you know was good. Colt McCoy, who's trash. Then they went and got Mark Sanchez off of nowhere, who's trash. And then they went and got a nigga named Johnson. I think it's Jack Johnson. Josh he Johnson. Play. He played for the Buccaneers. I remember him actually. So they say he hasn't played in like four years or something like that. Two thousand fourteen. In order to get to know his his teammates, he was playing Madden. Yeah. To know who they are. <laughs> Cincinnati got Driscoll, Driscoll, whatever his name is. Driscoll. Driscoll. Because the Red Rocket got injured. Like, what Miami's been doing when they had, you know, it, it's crazy what they're trying now out here. It's, it's ludicrous what they're trying now. And all you have to do is work Kaepernick out. I ain't even saying give him a job. If you work him out, this isn't a problem. Exactly. And they chose to go the other route, so I hope he get it and some. He gonna get it. He's gonna get a shitload of money off the NFL for this. And they could have all been avoided. But that's the cabinet thing. Going back to the MVP race here. One thing I have a problem with the MVP race, I, I feel like at some point it needs to just stop being, it shouldn't be just a quarterback reward. It really shouldn't because it should go to the best player in the league. So who you think of the best player in the league this year? 
Well, he's tailed off some, but it, it could have easily been Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack. Easily. <coughs> they dominate in ways that, that is just unbelievable. But that what that motherfucker Patrick Mahone is doing, as, as much as I think that you got to give Drew Brees one just on GP, you cannot overlook what Patrick Mahone is doing. Do you trust Kansas City going forward? What'd you say? Do you trust Kansas City going forward? I do not. Even with him? No, they have Andy Reid. So, it's interesting you brought up quarterbacks. I was sitting around looking. And quarterbacks are a lot of teams Achilles Hill who are playoff contenders. It is. Quarterbacks are pretty much every team's Achilles Hill. It is. It can be your anchor. Let's go through. Let's walk through the teams real quick. And we'll just say they win because of him and in spite of him. New England, because of him. We'll agree with that. Yeah. Even though he's looking real old right about now. He's looking old. Pittsburgh. In the middle. Exactly. Baltimore. In spite of. Exactly. Houston. Uh, In the middle. middle, They're a good team. In the middle, right? Yeah. We're going to go the Colts in Tennessee. The Tennessee is in spite of the Colts is because, because of. Marcus Mariota threw for 88 yards last week in Tennessee won. It's crazy what they got in Tennessee. That defense in that run game, Derrick Henry came out of nowhere. And like I told somebody in our fans league, he been a freak of the league. Everybody don't have him and drop their whole way. Like that. One thing that travel what you talk about getting rid of and more, you can see in December, January, you got to run a fucking ball. That high five shit is shut down. Everybody now who's really coming on is because of that goddamn run game. So let me ask you this, because it's time for Mariota to get a new contract. If you were Tennessee, would you give him a contract? Fuck no. But Does he, he go to? to because we just mentioned it. Who's in the league? <laughs> It's interesting, ain't quarterback play. That's why everyone keep talking that Matt Ryan shit. I really feel need to shut the fuck up. You just naming it now. He's a playoff team. We ain't talking about your Blake Borders and your and your and your Matthew Stafford who been stinking it up. Your Mitch Trubisky's. That when it is. That's a nah, we finna keep. We gonna do everybody. Let's keep going. Cause your monk, your point is right. So we did everybody in the South. I think in the West we could say Kansas City. And San Diego, they're the only two who we could say because of, emphatically. Right. Would you agree? Right. Agreed. All right. So let's go to the NLC. Dallas. In spite of? Washington. In spite of? The Eagles. You just seen Nick Foles playing better than Carson Wentz. I thought about you when I seen that the other day. Stop. Stop right there. I know you were a motherfucker. Nah. You remember we did the quarterback steakhouse comparison, and we spent that whole version 2.0. So that's a really good podcast. We spent that whole podcast, half of it, talking about should Nick Foles start or Carson Wentz. And y'all ridiculed me when I said, you at least ask the question. Like, I was telling y'all to at least ask the question. Nobody wanted to listen to me when I said that. At least ask the question. They in the problem too. Nick Foles is who Nick Foles is. Nick Foles still is nothing. Now here's what's going on again. 
the relationship he and the coach may have something. He may be tailored better for that team. I give you that because when he came back, you see Alshon Jeffrey came to life. Alshon Jeffrey had eight catches for 100 some yards and a touchdown. Alshon Jeffrey ain't did shit like that all year. <laughs> it been the Zach Ertz show. So between that, it might be that coach, receiver, core. So it's just like with uh with, with Tampa Bay when 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 Jamin Winston is in the game, Mike Evans goes off. Deshaun Jackson disappears. When Fitzpatrick is in the game, Mike Evans disappeared. Deshaun Jackson goes on. So I don't know if that team is a better fit for him than Wentz or what. I don't know. But y'all ridiculed me when I said, do you at least do you at least have a conversation? I still say no because of talent. No, you can't. I can't. Are we sure Carson Wentz is super talented or he just had a good year? Listen. If your if your side chick she treats you so much better than your wife, right? In these instances, your wife got her stand, but your side chick, dude, boy, your wife don't suck dick like her. Yo, your wife is good at this, but your wife don't rub it bad like her. You can't, you don't divorce your wife for your side chick. Your side chick comes through in the clutch when need be, but that don't mean that she take the position of your wife. So I think that's the same thing I'm feeling. Okay. So we don't have to go through all how bad all these team quarterbacks is. Let's just do stick with the playoff team. That's what we're doing. Feeling, we're talking Philly and Washington because they still yeah, technically in the playoff hot. NFC got so many motherfuckers in the hunt. It's ridiculous, which is why I said we should spend some time on NFL because it's actually an exciting season. They're going to have to – everybody have to play to the week 17, which is rare in the NFL. So let's keep going. Chicago. In spite of – they was winning with Chase fucking Daniels. My God, Mitchell Trubisky is this – he he cuts their ceiling in half. He really does. <laughs> Minnesota. They were talking about how shitty Kirk Cousin is, and we all knew it, and he got 85 guaranteed. Minnesota GM need to be fired. Hey, Sal, you know, one thing you don't do, I'm going to tell you, well, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Kirk Cousin, they're just in the same bag. You could have been good with paying Case Keenum less and getting more than what you paid Kirk Cousin. <laughs> you fired the GM in Minnesota. Kirk Cousin ain't the That was the article I sent you. If you think you're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, you're not a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. That's very rarely happens. And he ain't the one. Look, for what all the shit Minnesota did, on some real shit, you should have just kept Teddy Bridgewater. Like they gave up on him way too early. And that's why I respect what New Orleans did. I think he's the bridge to post Drew Brees. I think that's the same thing you do if you're the Falcons. Yeah. I think that's a move you make if you're the Falcons. And that's why I think a move smart teams make. If Teddy Bridgewater never play another NFL down, you at least kept him from other teams at a low-ass price. Yep. Agreed. So, I mean, that's what good teams do. And that's why New Orleans is – a better franchise than us right now. I hate to say that. No, nah, but it's, it's, that's just point blank, period. But we said, um, let's go to the NLC. Drew Brees, they win because of him. Cam. Yeah. It's all because of Cam. Only two motherfuckers put their team on their back, really, and it's Cam and Russell Wilson. And I have a Cam, like right now, he look, he's, he's, fuck, he's hurt. And they look like shit. They, what is this, a six-game losing streak they on right now? Yeah. 
shit is unbelievable. This, how the coach don't get fired after this is beyond me. I think he gets fired. You got to fire Ron Rivera, man. <laughs> got to. And you got to fire the GM. And then you do what the fucking men do. You need to fire the coach and the GM. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, you said Seattle with Russell Wilson, so of course they win oh, because they win of him. Because Russell Wilson can arguably be in the in the MVP conversation. Every they are a shitty team without him. Yeah, they are a six and ten team without him. Easily, so, he can easily be there every year. He he does. He's a younger version, more dynamic over Aaron Rodgers, and everybody just suck Aaron Rodgers off. I believe we start before we start talking this Aaron Rodgers shit. We need to start talking about this Russell Wilson shit, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. But any more thoughts on the league? Yeah, it's gonna be. A, they have to get this shit under control with the referees. Because the referees causes they. It's been the referee show. Referees should be like women, seen and not heard. <laughs> That's what they should be. So yeah. let me ask you this. We went through all the teams, and majority of them win in spite of their quarterback. If we get to the playoffs, if you were betting, would you bet? Would you go back with household names like Tom Brady to sneak into the fight in the Super Bowl? No, I don't think Tom getting in the Super Bowl this year. Tom looking his age. Okay. But he might. I mean, he might. It's wide open. The thing about it, like when you look at uh, – is it safe to take Brady and, and Breeze just because they the names you know and trust? Right, but you don't know what's going on. Like right now, the Rams looking iffy, and that's not how they've looked all season. Like, oh, Jerry Goff, we forgot to do him in because in spite of or because who? Jerry Goff, we forgot to do him. Oh, in spite of and the other day he. When you take the ball out of Todd Gurley's hand and put it in Jared Goff's hand, the only game I seen him come through was the Kansas City game. Outside of that, man, Jared Goff looked like Jared Goff. <laughs> I seen that game the other what was that? Philly they just played? Who yeah. they just played? Philly. Man, he looked like shit. When they played against Chicago, he looked like shit. You not hearing that all that Sean McVay talk no more, are you? Nope. You take that ball out of Todd Gurley's hand, and when Todd Gurley was lead, when they was lead, hey, you got to talk about Todd Gurley in the MVP race. When Todd Gurley, you take that ball out of his hand and get it to Jerry Goff, man, your whole team look like shit. Todd, Todd Gurley got to get twenty five, got to get twenty five rush, and then got to get the ball thrown to him at least five times. Like they got to go through Todd Gurley, period. Yeah. Any more thoughts? Here. Any more thoughts on the lead? Uh, the lead's really getting the fuck the lead. They're going to make your bet come true if they keep all this bullshit up. They got to get the referees out of the game. And this shit with the whole capping and this whole black thing, this whole racist shit. It's amazing how when it comes to women, you got to be, you got to tiptoe. When it comes to factors, you got to tiptoe. But when it comes to niggas, you can still maintain. And that shit is getting old now. They got to cut that shit short. Ain't nobody making them do that. We talk about this offline all the time. Nobody's holding to the fight for that. No, they're not. And even now we talk about it, they're just not. So we, it, it's bullshit, actually. I think it's, I think it just plays on your sensibilities and nobody else's. No, it started, like, I seen somebody like Bo Money talk <laughs> about it a couple weeks ago. 
So you know, but money crank that shit up. I just don't watch the show. I don't watch ESPN. Yeah. So I'm not big on it, but you know, but money that crank that shit. Yeah. Shannon well done too, but this whole shit with Ed Reed is just crazy. He been in ten weeks and y'all drunk seven times, and the player association is nowhere to be found. Like that's, I wouldn't give no money to them motherfuckers. Like the the players shouldn't even be donating to them. It's crazy. Yeah. But we'll we'll say that the old digital damn show. Don't worry, we got you. <laughs> All right, let's go on and wrap up. We'll do more NFL talk next week. I think the Falcons got Carolina and Tampa Bay left, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we really don't have nothing to say about those two games. We'll we'll probably from the format from the rest of this the next two games will probably be we'll come in and talk about We'll spend like no more than five minutes on the game, give grades and stuff like that, and then we'll go more into general NFL talk. Agreed. Should we continue this through the playoffs? Through the playoffs, we just talk playoffs. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I mean, of course we can't talk Falcons. Should we continue these weekly podcasts through the playoffs? Oh, got a doubt. Till the game is over, we're going to finish what we started here. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaring.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.